We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com. Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress-them-on-the-third-date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. What? What's Radio 92.9 The Game? I got Pump Fake. Yeah. Midday show with Andy and Randy with you here on Valentine's Day, Hump Day. Perfect day. Yeah, that's, that, Thanks woo, for being with us. Final about, hour. Woo, it's also associated woo. with Valentine's Day. Yes, it is. Woo, hopefully. Yeah. Hopefully. That needs to be happening at your house. Yeah, all right? Man. Yeah. Woo, woo, woo. Don't let it be, don't let it be an, oh, no. Really? One of those types of days. Really? BlueChew.com. BlueChew.com. Promo code Andy. Yeah, man. Really? Be the MVP really? of your bedroom. Yeah. Oh, uh, by the way, Mike Bell had confirmed he also was pro pro Ozuna. Pro Ozuna. Pro, so, pro right, Ozuna. so everybody was not against Ozuna. Okay. I don't know. I was. I was all on Ozuna. <laughs> Get him out of here. I was like, I need him to get 15. It was bad for like two years. You and then all of a sudden he was like, I wanted to. I didn't care. Just didn't, don't have him in the lineup. He sucks. <laughs> <laughs> he did. He sucked. He was he a was, designated hitter who couldn't hit. He couldn't what do was anything. he doing? He, nothing. What, you remember what Lou said? It's coming around. It wasn't. You saw that. You remember they that? Weren't. You remember <laughs> that? I remember, still remember that one pitch he hit. He hit it so hard. <laughs> He hit it so hard. There were no and indicators. And it, it went right to the fielder. And you're like, oh, that's the sign. Hard out. But then he started, then he got it going after that. He, yeah. He got it going after that. Miraculously. I, I still remember that game. I'll be honest with you. Like, there, there, are, there are moments in sports that you, you sort of think back on, and you're like, damn, I was totally wrong about that and all that kind of stuff. Yeah. Like, I don't care about being wrong about it. It's, it's not about trying to, like, justify being right or wrong or anything. But I can't remember – an example of an athlete being so <laughs> removed from what he had been for that long. Because it wasn't just like a week. No, he was awful. For two years. He was awful. <laughs> like, and then all of a sudden he came, comes back and hits 40 homers last year. Like, it, it was, I don't know, it was pulling a, a career, not what he was going to be here anyway, obviously. Because if they would have gotten rid of him, if they could have gotten rid of him, they would have. Um, but just like an un- inexplicable turnaround yes. to – Yes. To epic proportions. And I'm glad he did. It was yeah. awesome. It was a huge part of the team last year. Uh, and he'll be a huge part of the team this year. I hope it doesn't take a month <laughs> to get off the mat like he did last year. Let's just start hot, stay hot if we can if we can help it. But uh yeah, I mean he was ridiculous how good he got. Yeah, this is my thing with him. But he wouldn't have been here if it was up to me. We yeah. never would have seen it. <laughs> just my thing, just keep him out of the field. Just keep him out of the field. Uh, are you are you sure? Are you sure? Maybe a little first base? For Marcelo Oh, remember that experiment they were talking about that last year? Well, they're talking about it again. Are they? Yeah, there's been some rumblings from Northport. What? One of the many things we can talk with Grant McCauley okay. about in 15 we're, we're minutes. We're talking about rumblings. Finding ways to get Marcelo Zuna some, some action at first base. Why? 
That's what I'm saying. Like, like this Matt need days off. Or? Matt Olson don't need no damn day off. Matt Olson built, built like a damn brick house. He's very good. Matt don't need no damn days off. We don't Especially need him that guy. Yeah, I know. Oh, no. I, like just, I was just reading some stuff uh, yesterday, and I was like, huh, really? All right. I guess. I mean, know, comic relief. That would be exactly. <laughs> like, Could you imagine him trying to catch one of them hot, them hot ones at him? Yeah, like Dude, a short hop. The short hop. No. <laughs> or trying to. Oh no. The best would be having to figure out when to cover first, uh-huh. or go get the ball, or whatever. <laughs> like, like, like the like the very specific quick decisions you have to make when there's a little dribbler up the first baseline. Uh, he's getting in somebody's way. He's and gonna hurt somebody's he's ankle. Gonna, and that's one of the things. He's gonna hurt his own teammate. He's gonna, hurt, he's gonna take out Max. <laughs> He's gonna take out Matt. That's what we don't need. But yeah, no. But yeah, but I mean, if you were going to, like, I don't want to say over under. Where would you think coming off of last year? Because you're right. Previous to this year, he, last year he was god awful. Where do you see him? Homers? No. How do you feel about Marcel? Oh, great. You do? Okay. All right. <laughs> yeah, All right. He hit 40 I, home runs last year. I know he did. But can he come back to Earth? Because he was out of he was out of Earth. He was out of this world last year. I hope not. Can he come back? He'll put like 32. He'll give me 32 homers. 32? Okay. Yeah, how about that? All right. All right. That's what I'm, a- that's what I'm asking for. 32 homers, n- as few appearances in the field as possible, uh-huh. and no arrests. That's what I'm hoping for from Marcel. Okay. That, that's which it. which that- of those is most realistic? I don't think he's going to be in the field. Okay, good. Yeah. <laughs> so then that's the one. <laughs> Perfect. Yeah, I don't think he's going to be Just steer clear of the, yeah, yeah, the wrongdoing as yeah, well. Yeah, I don't think he's going to be We can help it. Yeah, All right. I don't think he's going to be uh, Hey, did you see, we were talking about this a little bit this morning. It kind of took me by surprise that the uh, the Warriors made a late run yeah. at LeBron right yeah. before the trade deadline, Which I guess, is, last week at like the 11th hour. They were like, is, let's see if we can get him from, from L.A. Yeah. Obviously, they said no, but. Man, that's that's a, that's a fun hypothetical. If they would have gotten it, is it was. I think uh, Daryl Moore called also, but uh, the, 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 what they said was basically it was about LeBron. Yeah, really. Yes, they feel the call too. But the thing that uh, that you were reading or hearing about about this whole thing was it was a last ditch effort by them. They called the Lakers, see that and everything, and it seemed like the Lakers were not only they were considering it, but they thought like, okay, okay. How does LeBron feel? Because we didn't make any moves at the deadline, dude. Is he is he all way committed here? And basically, that's what he said. I'm committed here because they said Rich Paul killed the trade. Rich Paul ain't killing no trade without LeBron telling him to kill the trade. Exactly. Yeah. But it's also not getting to either one of those guys' phones. Yes. Unless they're like, I don't know, maybe. Yes. Maybe and, we and, maybe we should. And do that's this. the thing about it. So I'm like, okay. It could not have been like – it had to be more than just a basketball reason. You know, my son's here, family, everything like that. I know he's rich in, 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 in the Bay Area. is not that far from a, on a private jet right. from, to L.A. and everything. Yeah, but he likes to go cross town and see USC yeah, play. Yeah, when he you know what I mean? It. So that's, what, that's my thought process. But if he – I'm sure – I don't think it was like a quick no. Hey, you want to go to play with Steph? No. No, because that – like, you got to think about that for a minute. Exactly. Like, I um – I mean – uh. What are they offering? Because <laughs> that's what immediately where my, where my mind went. It was like, what are the Lakers really going to get in return? Like, obviously they're they're keeping the two guys that LeBron wants to play with in Steph and Draymond. Right. I guess Clay might have been a part of it. Clay was going to have to okay, be. Okay, you put Clay, Clay in it. A number, it's a Jonathan Kaminga okay. is like the only young and guy that's a, doing much. Maybe one at this point, and then maybe a draft pick or something like that. That's but not like, enough to get LeBron. Well, yeah. The, that, yeah. Honestly, from that standpoint, yeah. I I might want to say no just because. Yeah, that's not. Enough I'm not to get getting much in return. Yeah, that's not enough to get LeBron. And I don't know. Like I know the Lakers aren't aren't very good. Um, they're 29 and 26, but 
you don't think AD and LeBron can summon it for a run and they get to the Western year. Conference Finals? They got to the Western Conference Finals last year. They did. They're going to win a playoff series. Yeah. Like, they're going to beat somebody in the first round of the playoffs. I wouldn't be surprised. It depends, you know, injuries and matchups and all that kind of stuff. But it's not crazy to think that they could make another run at the Western Conference Finals. It's not. Yeah, they're not going to go back. They're not going to go to the finals, I don't no. think. That seems unlikely. I don't know that LeBron at 39 has, like, a whole month's worth of playoff effort in the tank anymore. But he's got a couple series. You saw it last year. Yeah. And they won the play-in tournament or whatever you call it, the in-season tournament earlier this year too, where they went out and, and beat everybody. So, like, I think they, they can win games, but, yeah, they're not a championship roster. I don't think so. Roster. I don't think, but it, it, to think about it in, in that hypothetical, like, damn, it actually did call. Yeah. Because it's confirmed that Golden State did call. Yeah, they called them. Yeah, they called an actual – Which, again, hypothetically, Steph – LeBron, Draymond, and who cares would have been so fun yeah. down the stretch because yes. the Warriors aren't good either. No, they're not. Like the Hawks beat those guys in overtime. Steph had sixty because literally no one else played good. Damn point. Like the no, I mean Clay is a shell of his former self. He's now openly talking about taking a lesser role to try to stay on the team. Like is he? Yeah. Like it's it's a bad situation in Golden State right now. They probably and I get why you do it because it's a dynasty and all that. But they hung on too long mm-hmm. to that core, and they're, they're paying for but it. But they don't go, uh, as far as the core, the, the second part of the iteration of that core has not been it. You know, they go get Wiseman. They go get all yeah, these, other right. young, these young players right. that are supposed to kind of They did a over, really bad job. You know, try to take over or whatever, yeah, loosen. Exactly. And then they just all – they're not – the only one that, of those guys that you thought about was Kaminga. Yep. Everybody, and he just started playing well again. Yeah, I've heard a couple of people say this over the last – a couple of weeks kind of since the trade deadline and, and all that, with everything falling apart with them. That run they went on two years ago becomes more and more yeah. impressive than it even was at the time. Yeah. It's like, damn, we didn't realize quite how close they were to the ledge, that they were still able to get one last championship, one last championship. with that group before it all fell apart because it, it's all falling apart. All right, let's spend a quick minute on this with the big story of the day. What are they going to say now? Brought to you by QC Kinetics, non-surgical treatment for joint pain. Boom! Yeah, the culture in Atlanta is, is, I don't know, probably a big part of who I am and I guess how I was raised and how I go about the way I, uh, I guess, play and just my everyday life. So it's it's a huge, it's a huge, I guess, part of me and it kind of gives me more drive every day. Michael Harris talking about the city, the team, yes. being excited to be a part of all of it. And uh, I can only imagine how cool it would be to be a hometown hero like that and be playing as well as he is as early as he's uh, playing that way. Hopefully he gets off to a better and healthier start this year, that's, too. I think the biggest Remember, thing it was with, tough yeah, early for I, him. And I think that's the biggest thing with Michael is him coming in you know, healthy and everything like that. And I got a question. Was he an original draft pick of the Braves? He wasn't kind of gotten a trade or something like that? No, oh, I drafted him. Okay. Yep. Uh, so, I mean, obviously that's cool. That's a really, really cool thing uh, by his part. But, I mean. Did they get him and Strider in the same draft? Was that the same? Dra- I think it was. Wow, pretty good. Wow, yeah, pretty. Simple. Wow, but I don't know. He he is a an ascending player who's going to continue to get better. I mean, this dude ain't even nowhere near his prime, and all he's going to do is continue to get better. The more and more he plays, and that's what the one thing they did when they brought him up. They brought him up. They weren't bull jiving around when they brought him up, and they put him in center field and said, "Here is yours." Yeah. Here is yours. And he immediately and was he immediately started responding one of the to three it. best defensive center fielders yeah, and, in baseball. And, and he responded to it. And the hitting was the thing that was just so crazy. It was I you know, you knew he could play outfield like that, but the fact that he was able to hit the way that he did right. and go to the opposite field and um, obviously now he's got a couple of years of playoff experience. It's crazy. Yeah, and again, I actually beginning the show we talked about it. I'm 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 with you on where, when I said where would you bat him and you said you would bat him second. I'm batting him second. Okay. 
I'm batting him second. All right. I'm with you. Yeah. I'm with you on that. I am with you on that one right there. You know who would probably have an opinion on that? Hey, probably I got G-Mac. Grant McCauley. Yeah, G-Mac, is, who is down? He's down there. Is he? He's he down, is. Okay. No, he's down there. I saw some of my boy Shocks down there with the shades on and everything like that. Obviously, being in Florida is never a bad thing. And this time, depends he, I, on I, what I, part. I, never mind. <laughs> never mind. Never mind. Because <laughs> I had depends think, on what part I, and what you do. I had to think for a second. Uh, nah, well, I don't say that all the time, ready. Uh, but uh, yeah, he's down there getting ready because this is his time of year. I don't know who loves spring training more, Bo or Grant. Ooh, who do you think, Bo? I do. <laughs> you like it more than Grant? Yeah. All right. Well, I'm gonna ask him. I that. can't not say myself. <laughs> I wish I could be down there if work wants to send me down there, but they sent him down here, so you know. We got to go a I'm couple years go. ago. Super fun. Very very fun. It, it was is before, a great time down there. It's a, like one of the best family atmosphere, fan friendly things you can do if you can swing it. Mm-hmm. Like because there's it's I mean it's spring training. Everyone's relaxed. Like players are signing autographs. Everyone's hanging out. Like it, it's very cool. And now that it. they're in Northport, they're a lot closer to other stadiums. Yeah. They were the farthest drive. Now they're one of the closest. You can go to they're several further, different ballparks. A little further from here. Yeah, but not much. But not much. Still an easy drive. Yeah. All right. We'll come back. We'll talk to Grant McCauley. Pitchers and Catchers Day. And Valentine's Woo! Day. We'll find out which one Grant's more excited for as a newlywed. Sports Radio 92.9 The Game. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com. It's Andy and Randy. Middays, 11 till 2. Oh, you guys are making some noise. <laughs> oh, there it is. On Sports Radio 92.9, The Game. Oh, yeah. You know what that means? It's baseball season. Grant McCauley is going to talk some Braves with us in just a couple of minutes. This hour brought to you by the Man Cave Store. Up your Man Cave game this season at mancavestore.com. 20 minutes away from the AMA. Any question, any topic, we'll get the phone lines open at 404-726-0929. And it is uh, it's one of those days on the, the calendar for big-time baseball fans. Pitchers and catchers report today. We're seeing all kinds of great videos of folks showing up to the facility. I know Grant's down there. Had a chance to talk to a number of, uh, of the players that have showed up as well. Uh, and for the first time this baseball season, this year, we can welcome Grant McCauley to the show. Grant, how are you? G-Mac. Hey, doing great, guys. Great to talk to you. Yeah, good to talk to you, too. Obviously, it's one of those fun days where we're still a ways mm-hmm. away from, from baseball, you know, real baseball, but it, it's, it's there. It's, it's, it's exciting. It's beginning. Um, so it's a good time to talk about beginnings and, and expectations and things like that. And I just try to always take a step back for me talking about and covering this team because they are mm-hmm. so consistently good. <laughs> and every year the expectation is kind of the same. Like, how do you avoid getting used to the expectation being win 100 games and try to compete for a World Series? 
Yeah, I think that those two things are certainly worthwhile endeavors over the course of the season, but they know because they've experienced it that there is a level beyond simply winning 100 games or winning the division or just getting to October. They want to get to October and succeed there, and I think that's really the driving factor for this club. And hearing from A.J. Mentor, who was you know drafted and came up you know through the rebuild and through the early portion of the Braves getting you know back to relevance again in 2018, winning this division six straight times and finally having the postseason success and winning it all in 2021, that's where they want to be. And he said, look, it's World Series or bust. That's need, that needs to be our focus. Get everybody in here and let's get after it. So I, I think that the focus is – you know, rightfully so on winning it all because this is the club that's capable of doing it and leading Major League Baseball in wins a year ago. That was great. There's a lot of good things that could, you know, be taken from last year. But ultimately, as he said, a bitter taste in our mouths and we're ready to do something about it. So let's see. On the first step of what I would call a very long journey to get back to October, it appears that the Braves are focused on the right things. I mean, outside, say you lose Ronald Acuna or somebody, nothing's going to derail this team. But as far as there have been some changes, Grant, what is one of the changes you see as probably maybe something that's going to be maybe harder to overcome than than most? I don't really – well, I don't know if I have an answer for that exactly. I mean, injuries can change the trajectory of anybody's season. And we've seen the Braves have to overcome losing Ronald Acuna Jr. and somehow win the World Series. So strange things can happen. I mean, we can sit down and script it all out about how we want this guy to do this this year and all the pitchers to you know be healthy and productive and – you know, this offense to basically just flip the switch and do exactly what it did a year ago, that'd certainly be nice because it was fun to watch. But they know that you know, life and baseball aren't going to work that way. So, you know, I, I think you get after it the best way that you can, which is to know that nothing is guaranteed in this sport. Uh, I think it was uh, Kyle Wright about a year ago, and who knew how his season was about to go and the fact that, hey, I'm here today and he's right. not. He's right. going to pitch yeah. for the Kansas City Royals the next time he pitches. But he says, you know, these spots are earned. They're not given. So, even no matter who you are, you realize that there's a certain commitment to what they want to accomplish here. And having a club that's bought into that, having a manager that I think leads by that, that example and setting that bar high, you know, those are the things that you can control. What happens once you get out there on the field? And it's the same for all 30 teams. Some teams just happen to be more talented than others, and the Braves are pretty blessed in that department. We were talking about it uh, earlier in the show, just kind of having some fun with what might happen this year, some unexpected things, expected things, whatever. Like what, One of the fun things about this group over the last handful of years is young players coming on the <laughs> scene and being rewarded for it very quickly. Um, is, is there a guy that's a possible candidate for that on this team that sort of could pop up, get a spot? Anthopolis is like, you know what? <laughs> I'd like to sign him to a long, team-friendly deal. Like It seems like they've kind of done that with everyone, but is, is there a name that's, that's possible for that? Yeah, you know, it's funny that you mentioned that in terms of young players and opportunities because one of the guys we did talk to this morning was Hurston Waldrop, who was the Braves' first-round draft pick just this past July, which is I'm still trying to get used to that because the draft was in June for so long. But he's drafted in July. And by the middle of September, he's already pitched at all four full season affiliates. And now he's in big league camp this time, you know, a year after basically walking into his senior season or excuse me, his junior season in Florida, kind of trying to figure out, Hey, where could I be a year from now? Well, now he has a chance to, at some point contribute to the Braves rotation. And he looks at it the same way that I think any young player should is that 
you know, these spots can be earned. And the Braves have been not, they have not been bashful about pushing guys through the minors and giving them opportunities at the big league level. Another guy, AJ Smith Shaver, yeah. that he's in that same boat. Those guys are, I think, about what six or eight months apart in terms of age. They're both 21 years old. Waldrop's about to turn 22. But either way, couple of young guns. So if the opportunity presents itself at the back end of the rotation. Look what happened for Spencer Strider. He came in like a house of fire, established himself, and the next thing you know, he was the first pitcher to get one of these long-term extensions. So these guys, they know the possibilities out there, but the day-to-day focus and, and preparation that it takes to get to those things and to check those boxes, that I think is, this, especially this time of year, what the main focus is on is, is getting ready for the long haul so they can accomplish things like that. Well, with, the, with such a versatile lineup that these guys have, and we know who's hitting leadoff, we know who's mm-hmm. in three. We know who's in four. Who would you put? And we and we just spitballing. Just having fun. We know it's real early. Who would you start out in the two hole uh, if the season starts tomorrow? Yeah, to be honest with you, I would have a, a kind of a nice little. I guess they call it a soft platoon. I mean, it doesn't have to be a hard and fast rule. But I would love to see Michael Harris hit in the two spot of the order, especially against righties. Mm-hmm. Then have Ozzie Albies do it against lefties because Ozzie is so prolific from the right side of the plate. I think that gives the Braves just an, an option to make that lineup because, you know, it's going to be Ron Lacuna Jr. Mm-hmm. Then you're going to see Austin Riley in that three spot. Four is going to be Matt Olson. I don't think they're going to be changing any of that stuff up. Maybe it looks different a few times in spring training, but I wouldn't read too much into it because you're not going to have the whole lineup in there every time anyway. But that to me is is the next logical step for a guy like Michael Harris is to get him more plate appearances. He was batting a buck sixty three on June the sixth. For that point on, for the remainder of the season, he batted nearly three forty. Mm-hmm. So that's the kind of player that if you're getting on base at that clip and you've got the wheels and all the other things that he has, you know, all the tools as they say, it would be great to see Michael Harris get a little bit more time at the top of the order because I think he profiles there. Grant McCauley joining us, pitchers and catchers reporting today to spring training. Grant down there uh, covering the Braves for Sports Radio 92.9 The Game. I, I think like just simply being in this lineup is the best thing for Jared Kelenic, having yeah. been where he was and, and all of that. Um, where's the best place in the lineup for Jared Kelenic to be? I think as you look at the bottom third of the order, just somewhere in that mix. And because of the Braves, very it's not just a top-heavy lineup. It's a completely loaded lineup that – you know, not everybody can bat first, second, third, fourth. I mean, he can only you know line them up. You only get to hit once every time through the order, and the top of the order being what it is, and then knowing that you've got Marcelo Zuna, and then you've got two catchers who are also a powerful tandem that hit over 30 homers and drove in 100 runs last year combined. And then you start to just kind of figure out where is Michael Harris going to be? Okay, Orlando Arcia is going to be down toward the bottom of the order, and I don't think it's a slight for any hitter, and I think Michael Harris may show this or demonstrate this the best of anybody, it's not a slight to be batting ninth. It might be in Little League, but it's not in the major leagues because you're in the kind of lineup that you want to be. And Michael Harris did serious damage in that nine spot. Maybe down there somewhere is a good spot for Jared Kelly because unlike Seattle, where all the expectation was on what he needed to become and for him to do that, then the team could succeed, he can come in here and just kind of be himself and not have to worry about carrying the club for you know a week, a month, a season. It just doesn't have to be that way. And that, I think, is ultimately, and I think that's kind of what you're getting at, going to be the most beneficial thing for him is he can come in and really not have to feel kind of the external expectations and pressure that he did in Seattle. I know that, you know, the big name probably that they picked up this year is uh, Chris Sale and everything, and, and mm-hmm. in spring training. How much uh, do you think we'll get to see him? I think we're going to get to see him a, a good bit. I mean, are they going to, 
you know, push him too hard in the spring? Probably not. I think he'll be on the similar track that most of the starting pitchers are. They come out and, you know, get those first couple of outings where, you know, they just throw an inning or two and then they build up and they'll be throwing their bullpens throughout. But for the first time in five years, Chris Sale is finally healthy and had a normal offseason. Right. He's been down at this at this location, at this spring training facility for nearly a month now. And so he's feeling like he's ready to go, I'm sure. Uh, but they're going to just be cautious with him. But if they're if he doesn't give him a reason to to be worried about him, then I don't think that they're going to try to be too cautious just for the sake of doing it. Just bring him along at the same time and have him ready for the course of the season. Where I think ultimately, you know, you have a bullpen like the Braves do. You don't have to ask Chris Sale to do much more than right. be a five or six inning pitcher in 2024. That's actually okay. When we were all growing up, yeah, a five inning pitcher was not exactly somebody who helped out your staff. Right. A little bit different now. Aside from just like them not being there and that being weird because they've been around for a long time, what are the, the the tangible impacts of not having some of the coaching staff, most specifically Ron Washington, uh, with yeah. the with the with the Braves anymore? Yeah, you know, I talked to this morning to uh, to the morning shift, and they asked about the same thing. And I said, really, I'm going to notice it more when they get out and start doing their work. Tomorrow will be the first real day that you're going to see that. But Wash was just this ever-present, you know, personality who just added so much in his knowledge, in his workmanship, and his dedication to the game that has helped the Braves build the culture of winning that they have here. And I think they have Ron Washington to thank for a lot of that, especially the day-to-day work that it takes. And that's something that he's passed along. So I don't know that we'll necessarily see it you know, differently in terms of what the guys are doing and what they're focused on, but it's definitely going to be an adjustment to not have that personality and that guy around. And Eric Young also spent that number of years on the staff and did a lot of great things. You know, he's, he's moved on as well. We'll see what the new guys are able to do and how they fit in. And, again, this is a club full of professionals, right. so I expect that something they work towards very much so with Ron Washington to be kind of the lasting legacy of a coach like that, a personality like that. Grant, great to hear from Appreciate you. Appreciate it, G-Mike. Thank you. Thanks, guys. Grant McCauley there, 92.9 The Game, Braves reporter. He is at spring training. Pitchers and catchers today. A whole month. Big hot. Wow. <laughs> Longer than that. <laughs> No, we're talking about, he's talking about Chris Sale being down oh, there. Oh, month. oh, oh, like, God, God, I yeah, thought, like, talking about spring, I was like, the first game's not until April 5th. Yeah, 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 I'm just saying, like, that is, that is, like, commitment. Yeah. He's down there a whole month before everybody gets there, like, just, I don't know, I don't know what he's doing, chilling, rehabbing, golfing, whatever, but, like, he's, like. Cutting up jerseys, like, like a getting month, his attitude you, ready. You, 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 you rise over a month before, you all in. <laughs> you all in. All right, so you're sold. No, I didn't say that. <laughs> <laughs> All in, they'll always get good results. Oh, that's true. Yeah. He's probably working hard. Yeah. I like the best thing for Jared Kelenic. Doesn't play for the Mariners anymore. That's going to be the best thing for his career. Doesn't play for those guys. Yeah. yeah. Absolutely right. We'll come back. We'll get to an AMA. Any question, any topic, phone lines are open. 404-726-0929. Load up the phone lines. We'll be right back. Sports Radio 929 The Game. Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. We're queuing up your questions with the Middays AMA. 
Ask me anything. Glad you asked on Sports Radio 92.9 The Game. Brought to you by Right From The Heart and rightfromtheheart.org. Appropriate sponsor every day, but especially on Valentine's Day. Final hour of the show brought to you by the Man Cave Store. Up your Man Cave game this season at mancavestore.com. Handful of phone lines open if you want to jump on. 404-726-0929. We'll start with Mo in Columbus. Hey, Mo. Hello, what's going on? Hey, Mo. Hey, happy Valentine's Day to all the ladies out there. Oh, um, thank you. Thank you. I thought you about to say it. Say it, say it, say it, say it. <laughs> like it us. Yeah, no. <laughs> no, no, no. I'm, look, I'm not doing the aid. We're not, we're not work wifing. We're not doing none of that today. Hey, I have to say shout out to Randy. Because you said yesterday on air that Mo always calls and talks about his lady. So I waited till 12 o'clock. I went to that section of the show and I played it for her. All there smiles. There you go. All smiles. So appreciate you for that. Oh, um, I was that guy that was trying to find a card yesterday and couldn't find the card. Right. So because I do yard work, what I did was I cleared out the little area around the, uh, the mailbox. And because I wanted to fill it in with rocks, I went ahead and did the I love you. So then tomorrow, I can just go ahead and fill it in with rocks. But yeah. she went outside. She saw that. And all smiles. There so you go, Mo. I have to ask you Nice job, Mo. In, in, in reference to Valentine's Day, what is the dumbest thing that you've done for a female? <laughs> I would say my, my dumbest thing was listening to LL Cool J, and I put my jacket my OPP jacket down. No, on you did not. Woman to, I, I, I sure did. You my do polka know that, dot jacket, bro. You, you do know that that ain't like solid, right? She steps on a puddle and on the jacket and she goes through the puddle. You did know that, right? Yeah, it didn't okay. work. Okay. And my mama, my mama was like, oh, what in the hell happened to your jacket? Yeah, <laughs> and I was like, you did know that. Uh, appreciate it. Well, your heart was in the right place, though, uh, crazy Trying thing, to be a gentleman. Craziest thing I've ever done The for dumbest woman. thing no. I've done for a woman? Good <sighs> Lord. <sighs> We don't have enough time. Um, I got really into Ultimate Frisbee I remember at that one, one point. I remember that one. Uh, I mean, I went to all kinds of different weird, like, art shows, poetry performances, you name it. Like, whatever that lady might have potentially been into, mm-hmm. sure, I can, I'm into that. Yeah, go I mean, check it out. I mean, the only thing I've ever done, like, I've done, like, when I was working out, I was, I was in my peak. But I was like, I did, like, because uh, I've only done spin class twice. And there was one time, and when I when you were with the Dolphins, if you wanted to have four straight days of workout and have Fridays off, you had to do a spin class. Worst idea ever, because because of, of the seat, the seat of the spin class. That's that's when it first was originated. So the bike seats was really bad. Uh-huh. And so this young lady, and she was bad boy. She was bad. And so she was like, "Well, yeah, I'm in the I'm in the spinning and everything." I said, "Yeah, you know what? Me too. I'm a regular spinner. I usually do it on on, on Wednesdays." <laughs> and went there, dog, and it was spinning in a hot box, though. Oh yeah. Yeah. Uh, never again in my life. But it worked out. Hey. It worked you out. You know what? So it wasn't dumb then. Yeah, it worked out. You know out. what I mean? No, thing, it was dumb as hell. But it worked. Like, the ends justify the means, my friend. But still, I never never again. And I've never done a spin class since. Fair enough. Yeah. But the one you did resulted in success. But that was dumb of me to have to do that. <laughs> I, don't, I don't call you dumb. <laughs> it worked. <laughs> if the dumbest thing you did resulted in success... That you must not have done that much dumb stuff. Because yeah. that's kind of how I judge it. It's like, all right, I did this. Didn't really care that much about it, but I did it with the hope of, you know, if, you know, happened. Right. It was worth it. I'm not that dumb. Was it all it's just, worth yeah, it? It's the stuff you do that doesn't work. It was all worth it. It was all worth it. <laughs> it was all worth it. It was all worth it. It's just a risk reward. Uh, Mason is in Forsyth. Hey, Mason. 
What's up, guys? Hey, uh, mostly for Randy, but everybody can answer. Uh, pickleball. What's your thoughts on pickleball? Is, is that like a born hard sport, or is that for softies? What's uh, what's the deal with pickleball? Um, I don't know. I have no interest in playing it, but my wife said that there's this place in Buford that is a pickleball place brewery. And huh. so I can go drink, and she it's can called go pick pickleball up. social. Yeah, that's she. She told me she she t- she actually told me about this uh, last weekend, mm-hmm. and so I will probably go with her, and more likely I'll play. You know, just whatever. But I have no like affinity to be like, oh god, I can't wait to play. No, it's not that. Uh, I wouldn't say that it's a born hard sport. Just to answer the question yeah. that he like asked. I don't know anything I wouldn't about say that. I don't know anything about it. It's fun. It's really fun. Um, also, like it's kind of cool uh-huh. that it's getting big like this because. The pickleball is a game that we played in like elementary school because okay. it was invented in, in like right outside Seattle. So like it was a pretty popular thing right. to play in, right. in gym class, right. like in elementary school. So we play pickleball and blah blah blah. And now all of a sudden it's blowing up, uh-huh. which is wild to see. Wait, I'm talking about this. Do you have to have athleticism to play pickleball? I mean, the more athleticism you have, the better you'll be. Of course, but I'm just saying. It's like. No, I mean, it's exercise. Okay, that's all I'm just checking. But, I mean, to be good at it, though, like I, tennis. Yeah, okay. But tennis, you got to be more athletic to be a tennis player than pickleball, I'm assuming, right? To be good at it. I mean, it's no, kind of pretty similar. This was, but, no, but in the, the court, smaller, smaller and all that yeah. stuff, right? Yeah, right? yeah so, But, yeah. like, the more athletic you are, like. In anything, the more athletic you are is, 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 is like that. Yeah, in any sport in like any that. In any sport like that. Activity. But I'm just saying, how, how physically demanding is pickleball? You, you're, if you tried hard, you'd get really tired. Okay, that's all you know. You get sweaty. Okay. It's fun, like a lot of quick movement and all that. Okay. Imagine Abe has a lot of thoughts on pickleball. Is it, is it tougher than hacky sack? I, I imagine Randy doesn't want to hear him, so. Probably. Uh, I mean, you know, it depends on what your skill set is. Yeah. Hacky sack's hard for some people, man. Okay. Right, That's foot that. eye. Yeah, all right. That's all I'm curious. No one ever talks about foot eye coordination. Yeah, it's always hand eye coordination. He said that he has ideas on it. Well, I just assumed Abe probably did. I don't know one way or the other, but he assumed you didn't care what he had to say about it, that, and he assumed that, right. That's uh, how you gonna tell me what I don't want, what I don't oh, care right. about. You want him to go? I think we got another caller. You and Abe to have the floor on pickleball. I, I think we got another caller. Okay, David is in yeah. Stone Mountain. Another hey, David. <laughs> hey guys, what's going on, man? Have a good day today. All Great good. day, All David. All good. All good. I got two quick questions. I'm gonna get out of here, man. Uh, I was just wondering uh, if fri- if uh, Friday night lights. Uh, Varsity Blues and Remember Titans is all on. What you going to watch first, second, or third? And my other course was I was trying to think of some um, NFL like related uh, uh, football movies like um, Any Given Sunday, and I couldn't think of one. But then one came to mind. So my other question is: If you consider uh, Bruce Willis's Die Hard a Christmas movie, would you consider The Last Boy Scout uh, a football movie? It's a great answer. Sure, uh, I love The Last Boy Scout. <laughs> I think it's a football movie. Uh, the only other pro football movie I can think of that was about professional football is North Dallas 40, which uh-huh. is my favorite football movie ever. And then Draft uh, Day, kind of. Draft Day, kind of. There, there was a Batman movie where they blew up the Steelers yeah, stadium. And then, uh, I, I know Mike Bell. That's Bell, a football Mike movie. Bell, I can't remember. It was um, Carl Weathers was in it. I think Carl Weathers was in it. And uh, uh, Burt Reynolds was the running back. It had come to a bit. I, that was a good football movie. Of those three, I'm oh, watching Remember the Titans I'm watching first. Remember the Titans first. Um Varsity Blues, Friday Night Lights. Yeah, I think I'm probably in that order, too. Yeah. Can we do one more? Bobo in Rome. Hey, Bobo. Hey, how y'all doing? All right. So, my question kind of, like, I, I listen to y'all every day. I've called in before. Thank um, you, Bobo. My, yeah, man. My my question is, like, even though we're trying to stay positive about the Falcons with getting a quarterback, 
am I the only one that's in the back, in the back of my mind is like knowing the Falcons are going to do the Falcon thing and just kind of stay pat and be be horrible again? Oh man, Bobo! Thank you, Bobo. You can't think like that. That's uh, with, uh gay, by the way. Yeah, uh, with that Willie, Willie gay. gay. Yeah, that's Willie Gay. He's he's laid out, no shoes on, with a bottle of Hennessy laying next in to the him. middle of the street. In the middle of the damn street. You in the it looks like Abbott plants. Huh? Yeah, it looks yeah, like, it looks like, looks like he got the Abbott plants. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> oh come on, Bobo! Don't think like that. We need positive thoughts. All right? Here's one thing thought. I can say. We need a positive thought of offseason. I don't know that they're going to be great next year. I hope they are. Right. But they're not going to stand pat at quarterback. That, that is not going to happen. I guarantee you that. They will have a different quarterback next year. We sure, right? Yeah. Okay. Yes. Right. Yes. Okay. Definitely. Right. 100%. Mm-hmm. Desmond Ritter, will, he might be on the team, but he's not going to be the starting okay. quarterback. We sure. Huh? Yeah. Okay. Yes. Yes. Definitely. I'm not 100%. I am. I'm not. 150%. I'm not. I'm I'll go at – how? where are you at? I'm at like 80. All right, I'm 120. So okay. together we're full. <laughs> He's not going to be the quarterback, all right? Uh, let's get to takeaways of the day. As our show heads into the final stretch, it's time for the takeaway of the day. So many achievements. On Andy and Randy, Sports Radio 92.9 The Game. Takeaways of the day, every day we have the show. After all these years together, Andy is still not ready for jail. Nope. <laughs> Never will be. Yeah, still not ready. Uh, um, me and Randy aren't wives. We're not husbands. We're not uh, any of that kind of stuff. No. We're just partners. Partners. That's what we are. Yes. We are partners. Uh, yeah, speaking of that, uh, Randy's going to cook dinner later and put on Donna's draws. <laughs> you know what I mean. The ones with her face on them, damn it. In middle school, just like jail, eventually you'll end up in the shower by yourself. <laughs> <laughs> I think uh, I went too far with my uh, yeah, middle dog. school yeah, analogy. Yeah, dog. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah, like, what was that crazy? With, like, lean on me. Yeah, it wasn't <laughs> that bad, but close. Andy's looking to endorse ab implants. They call it the Willie Gay. And uh, pickleball <laughs> is uh, not a born hard sport. No. Yes, it is. No. It's fun, though. Anything sweaty, you can get anything that you can do sweating is a born hard event. Okay. What's that, what's that now? All right. Like hiking? Yep. Because obviously there, there's li- there's lions and there's some tigers out there. So, <laughs> <laughs> all right, we'll see what Dukes and Bell have for you next. Sports Radio 929 The Game. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com.